and welcome to The Crude Report, a podcast series on global crude oil markets by Argus Media. I'm Amanda Smith, a deputy editor on the Argus America's Crude team based in Houston, and I'm pleased to welcome back Scott Phillips, a market reporter for Argus America's Crude, who is also based in Houston with me. Thanks, Amanda. I'm happy to be here today. Awesome. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about some trends in Permian Basin Quality West Texas Intermediate WTI pipeline crude prices, as well as the connection between the WTI pipeline crude prices uh, in the U.S. and the waterborne market. So for um, some background, Argus assesses pipeline prices for Permian Quality WTI in Midland, Texas, which is located in West Texas near production. And we also do an assessment uh, at the Texas Gulf Coast for WTI Permian Quality WTI in Houston. So in the pipeline market in the US um, for these grades, WTI crude prices are assessed as differentials to the Cushing, Oklahoma benchmark crude price. So domestic suite, uh, sometimes that's also called NYMEX quality WTI. So the, these pipeline differentials are to the basis of the benchmark price Cushing, um, Cushing domestic suite. We also assess a waterborne price for Permian quality WTI at the US Gulf Coast. We publish uh, the FOB assessments relative to multiple basis prices, but typically discussion is against second month ice sprint. So the, the pipeline market in the US and uh, the waterborne market for, for WTI anyways, and well, and all the grades now, but they're closely connected. So both of those markets really respond to both uh, for WTI, they respond to both WTI uh, fundamentals, the domestic fundamentals, as well as to international fundamentals for um, crude prices around the world. So can you tell us, Scott, a little bit about what we've been seeing lately on these prices? Yeah, sure. Um, so what we have seen is that as European countries diversify their crude slate away from Russian crude, more U.S. crude is being sent overseas. Um, the U.S. has been exporting crude to European countries that don't typically take very much U.S. crude, like Finland, Germany, Poland, and Sweden. Also in the Mediterranean, Spain has more than doubled its U.S. crude intake compared with a year, one year ago. Um, and then we have also seen an increase in WTI shipments to Taiwan, which is a typical importer of U.S. crude. So with this increased demand for WTI overseas, U.S. refiners have had to pay more in the pipeline market. Um, we also know that there has been some turnaround activity for U.S. refineries, um, which during the fall is the typical um, turnaround season for U.S. refineries. And um, for example, Marathon Petroleum, which is a U.S. independent refiner, is expecting to be running more light speed crude um, as they're expecting a heavier than, than usual turnaround um, season um, at their Gulf Coast refineries. Right. So like if, when they're doing the, um, the maintenance that they planned on some of these uh, processing units, then overall the refinery um, refineries can run more light crude than than the backing out some of the the heavier crudes that they would would be typically running. So so these factors until recently um, we had been seeing the WTI prices in both the pipeline market and the waterborne market well supported by export demand um, relative to their respective benchmarks. 
um, but we've been seeing higher freight rates. And so with the higher freight rates, the U.S. crude prices, um, they have to fall some in order to remain competitive in the international market and to keep uh, those volumes moving overseas. So it's, we're, we see it, that it's fallen in both the waterborne and the pipeline market. So we had already been seeing high Affirmax freight rates to ship crude, uh, but until lately, larger vessels were, were at much reduced rates com comparatively. So they were like at half the price um, as Affirmax on a dollar per barrel basis. So more crude has been being exported in VLCs excuse me, in VLCCs than is typical. But now that um, those high Affirmax rate rates are having a knock-on effect on the VLCC rates so that those are rising as well. And then additionally, demurrage and reverse lightering rates are also on the rise. It's increased cost to export, so then it has to be like backs into the prices in the U.S. and, and those will fall in order to um, keep it competitive and keep those volumes moving. And so we're seeing both the waterborne price and the pipeline market price falling. And so maybe you could talk about that um, a little bit more detail. Yeah, sure. We certainly have seen prices respond um, in particular this week. Um, so on November 16th, the WTI FOB Houston price fell to a $4.55 per barrel discount to month two ice Brent, which is a two and a half year low against that basis. And this lower waterborne price for WTI FOB Houston is also pressuring the WTI pipeline price in Houston as well. Um, WTI in Houston is often used as a secondary benchmark for the waterborne market and prices will frequently move alongside the arbitrage to export crude from the U.S. Gulf Coast. So in the pipeline market, December WTI Houston's premium to the Cushing benchmark fell to about $1.20 per barrel um, above the basis, which is the lowest since June. So, and since the beginning of the December U.S. pipeline trade month, WTI Houston is down by about $1 per barrel against the Cushing basis. Okay, so a fair amount then. And then the the last couple of trade months, WTI Houston had been averaging over uh, $2 a barrel over to Cushing. Um, so what kind of effect have we been seeing, um, seeing all this have on WTI Midland? So we haven't seen this have as much of an impact on WTI Midland prices recently. Um, since Midland is in West Texas near production, um, it's supported relative to the coastal WTI price by committed shippers on the pipeline out of the Permian Basin. So in Midland, WTI has fallen by about 85 cents per barrel since the beginning of the trade month. Um, and also in the last couple of days, the WTI Midland discount to WTI Houston has only been about 20 to 25 cents per barrel, which is narrower compared with the more typical 40 to 45 cents per barrel spread, which we saw at the beginning of the trade month. Okay, well, thank you, Scott, for that quick update. So, you know, as, as you can see, the U.S. pipeline price for WTI is really connected to the waterborne price at the Gulf Coast, especially um, that, that Houston price is really connected to the waterborne price at the Gulf Coast and to the international market. Um, listeners, if you are in need of more in-depth daily coverage of America's crude oil markets, please consider subscribing to Argus America's Crude. That's where you'll find daily prices published for WTI Houston, WTI Midland, and the um, waterborne assessments for FOB uh, US Gulf Coast for WTI. 
You can find more information about Argus services at www.argusmedia.com. So thank you so much for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us on the next episode of The Crude Report. <music>